Hello, and welcome to the Aaron Warner podcast on iCode Media. I really hope you enjoy the conversation I have with my good friend, Brandy, who is the American Optometric Association's 2023 Para-Optometric of the Year, an honor that is very well-deserved. You're going to love the conversation. You're going to love Brandy's infectious nature. Uh, You can't help but smile and be inspired when you listen to Brandy. Her story is about going from a having a job to a career and a passion in eye care. Uh, she is a para-optometric. We want to encourage you to encourage your teams to invest in themselves uh, to become para-optometric certified. And so listen to Brandy's story, share it with their teams. And at the end of the podcast, we'll talk about some resources that are available to you through iCode Media uh, to help your team along that journey. This year, We proudly introduced the Life Meter to our practice in response to our staff's passionate demand for enhanced patient care. Their firsthand experience with the Life Meter underscored the crucial link between proper diet, carotenoid supplementation, and visual health and performance. Our front desk team now measures every patient's skin carotenoid levels, providing valuable education on each score and the significance of carotenoids in ocular performance and health. The result, patients love the enhanced experience and our MacuHealth sales have doubled since implementing LifeMeter. To discover more, contact your MacuHealth representative or click on the link in the show notes. Brandy, we were just uh, laughing and I screwed up your last name, so I'm going to try it uh, uh, to get it right here because you'll always be Brandy Cherry to me, but Brandy Yak. And uh, excited to... I'm excited anytime I get to talk with you. You're one of my favorite people. You're always happy. You just you make me feel happy. You just make everybody around you feel happy. And your passion for what you do, um, not just in optometry, but specifically what you do. And we'll get into that is, is contagious. Um, and this is your, uh, this is your year as well. So I was excited that, uh, that all the work you do was recognized. Um, and so, so congratulations. So it was, uh, when was it that you were presented with the, uh, the award? It is uh, the AOA Para Optometric of yep. the Year Award, and I also received Oregon's Para of the Year Award uh, this year. So it was definitely the most life-changing. I, it's such an honor. I, it's going to make me cry. It was just amazing <laughs> to receive both of those rewards. Oh, well, well, very, very well earned. And um, and what I love about about you and lots of folks in your in your place in your role. But just the the importance you understand in the the team dynamics in a practice, yes. and uh, and not just that, but in the professional development of that team through the the paraoptometric. Um, so for those who are listening, and I'm hoping everybody knows what it is, but if you don't, real quick, what is the the, the definition of paraoptometric? How does that that role work within the uh, the the AOA and the state associations? The paraoptometric is a certificate for recognition of the knowledge and the ability to use that knowledge to give the best patient care to our patients. You take a national test, you you study hard, and you really understand the dynamics of this industry, and you're able to act on those and give the best patient care possible. And that's my own definition. I'm sure they have a much better definition, but this is this is a career and it's a it's a passion and and it's a, you know a certificate that really gives you this career feeling of of passion of what you do. Yeah, well, I love that because this is not a on the surface it's a very simple 
industry and i don't mean to belittle that but it's it seems straightforward until you get into the the office and the nuances of everything that's involved um and not just from a a, a billing and coding third-party payer aspect but just managing patients and, man and managing their care um, because nothing is in isolation and, and we definitely cannot do that without a, a team setting no that's absolutely no. correct um, so so remind us your journey into um into optometry and then where you've you've gotten today so my journey was i was a, a nurse's assistant for eight years and it was this end of life feeling for me i was taking care of people who were not going to get better and i was looking for something that would give me more of a, a helping feeling like i was making a difference in someone's world and I submitted my resume literally everywhere. <laughs> and Dr. Hale and Dr. Young saw my resume and they called me in and I'm just, you know, this little person sitting across the table. I remember I was so nervous and Dr. Hale looked at me and he asked me some really hard questions and I was very serious and I wasn't really smiling. And, and he reminds me of that every day. And, <laughs> And he took a chance on me and he saw something in me. He saw this drive in me and he pushed me really hard and he, he grew me and he educated me and he brought me in the room and he showed me everything that there was to see about the optometric world. Right. And he, he really took his time to put me under his wing and, and grow me into the person that I am today. And I took the first step in a, being a certified para-optometric. I wanted to make him proud. And in, in, in turn, I made myself proud because that was the first stepping stone to making me so passionate like I am today. I'm, I'm making a difference in people's lives. And when he had me join the, the dry eye clinic in our office and made me a part of that, we were changing people's lives together. And it was just, it made me feel so good about myself. Like, wow, this patient's coming back. They're feeling better. We're making a difference. And then I went for my CPOA. And I, and now I'm going for my CPOT and, and, and those are just levels of certifications, right? But it's mm -hmm. the more knowledge that I have, I'm capable of taking care of these patients and I'm taking, I'm taking care of my team too, being an office manager. So he, he first made me the clinic manager okay, and I, and I ran the clinic for him and told him where to go and what to do. And, and it was this new dynamic for us, right? I'm in charge and he has to do what I say. <laughs> And he expects me to push back. And, and then he made me his office manager and he made me responsible for 18 employees. Oh, wow. And, and he saw me, you know, build this culture and, and happiness throughout this office and, and, you know, playing games and, and really educating them in a fun new way. And, uh, you know, we're very different. I listen to your podcast, by the way, and we are very <laughs> different people too, and it works. And yep. he does expect me to push back and, and, you know, all this education and, and all this love that I feel from this practice is just, I hope you can feel it because uh, we can. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. And we're making a difference and, and we're family and I, and I love everything about it. And then he got me involved with vision source mm -hmm. and I'm a facilitator for all of Oregon and I'm making differences in all these other practices, lives and, and networking and meeting people and, and, you know, meeting mentors like you, I, I look up to you and oh, you're too kind. And, and I love everything that you guys say. And I just, I learned so much and it's just, I want to share that with the world. <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I just 
want everybody to understand what a great career this is and how far you can go and what what a difference you can make in people's lives. Oh, I love it. I, I told you your your excitement and passion is contagious. Right. And uh the uh no that's that's fantastic. The uh, and I love the story. I love hearing the story. The one of the things that you mentioned and um and I think it's a critically important and, and so I want to go back to it a little bit when you said um uh, Jim Hale pushed you right in your role. He saw something and you pushed you. Um, because I'll admit as a, as an optometrist, we were trained in school to do everything ourselves. I didn't have an assistant working with me. Um, and we weren't necessarily trained to help develop others. We were in training to develop ourselves. So when, when somebody listening to this says, Oh my gosh, I've got somebody who's that raw Randy, but I want her to get, you know, or him to get to that, that stage Randy's at right now where, where she's doing all these super cool things. What were the, the key things that, Dr. Hale did to, to push you to where you're at right now. Cause I'm sure it wasn't just a smooth sailing, right? <laughs> no. Seamless, seamless transition. Right. <laughs> and so, so take us a little bit into, um, and I know Jim really well, he's a fantastic guy. Yeah. Um, but take us into a little bit from your perspective, what that pushing looked like, how, how he, he helped you see the potential you had within you and then get you to, to doing all these cool things. Absolutely. He started with bringing me into the room with him. I watched everything that he did, the refraction, how he spoke to the patient. And if I made an error, he told me I made an error and he had me fix it and told me the reason why we don't want to make that error. And, you know, as a sensitive person, because I'm a very sensitive person, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I will cry at, at the drop of a dime. And he will tell you this. He's like, she's a crier. Watch out. Um, you know, and, and it took him being vulnerable with me and saying, you know, this is not me upset with you. This is me trying to grow you into the person I know you can be. And it was those wonderful conversations that we had together and, you know, going to him and stating, I want to get my CPO. He's like, oh, absolutely. Sure. What do you need? I, we're, we're here for you. We're here to support you. I believe in you. And, you know, wanting to go to the management development program, absolutely, you should go. What, what do we need to do for you? I want to go to Transitions Academy. Absolutely. What do we need to do? You know, things, every time I came to him for something that I wanted to do to advance my knowledge, he had my back. And if he found an opportunity for me to obtain knowledge or become a better technician, he would send me. He took me under his wing. He would take me to vision source meetings. He would take me to other optometry meetings with him. He would let me meet other people. Uh, doctors like you, you know, we met through Dr. Mm -hmm. Hill. And meeting mentors like you changed my whole life. T Tammy Franklin, mm -hmm. you know, it's people like you that also you know, molded me into the person I am today, but it started with him. It started with him by, you know, having those hard conversations with me, pushing me to the abilities he knew that I had. And it took him taking the time to actually pull me to the side and create, you know, correct my errors or train me on something like, Hey, why don't you come in here, Brandy? Let me show you on this OCT of what I'm looking at. Or why don't you look over my shoulder, Brandy, look through the slit lamp. Let me show you what I'm looking at right now. And that's amazing for a doctor to do. Yeah, and then he, you know, he let me create this, this tech driven clinic. He's like, I know that you're capable of doing this. Why don't we, you teach your, the rest of your team what I taught you. And then we created this wonderful dynamic that works so well in our office. You know, he's a wonderful doctor and he sees 
potential in his in his staff and and that's so important for our careers as mm-hmm. you know we're not just technicians we're not nope. just pe- you know people that work for you we're 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 career people that work for you i don't yeah. know i guess i could have said that better I'm so well work sorry, you, <laughs> you're part of the team right you're you're you'll yeah. work together um yeah, i mean somebody together. signs a paycheck and and so there's yeah. the, the the corporate hierarchy but um, my guess is is knowing all of you you know in in the day to day of the clinic in the in the the hustle and bustle during the day um you know it, it's there's not a boss and a and a you know an underling if you will it's a it's a team hey i need you to do this i need you to do that um you're directing him he's directing all of you you're you're yeah. communicating with each other and uh and one of the the words i love that you said was um uh, vulnerable right that he was he was being vulnerable in in opening up what he was doing and sharing what he was doing with you um I'm sure that in, involved questions. And so you saying, why are you doing this? And anytime we get asked why we're doing something, that's a, a that can be challenging to uh, sometimes to, to have to explain ourselves why. Um, and I'm sure there was some questions as to, well, that seems kind of silly. Why are you doing it that way? Why aren't you doing it this way? Right. And, yes. uh, and certainly it, you know, uh, it, it, that goes both ways, but I loved that word. And um, just, uh, and I think that's a key that maybe some of us miss when we're, yeah. we're trying to work with our team is, is understanding that vulnerability and the importance of, of having it um, and respecting it. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's a transition of authority and also treating me like an equal. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm his equal, you know, and I didn't feel that way for years until he, he treated me like I was. And it's this relationship that is a wonderful thing that I feel like every person should have with the people that they work with. Mm-hmm. And it's, I can't even express how grateful I am for, <laughs> for all of you because <laughs> I oh. wouldn't be where I am today without every single one of you. And, you know, the one thing that will always stick with me that he says is you want to train people to one day take your place. Oh, and, I like that. Yeah. And so I, I treat my employees that way. You know, I, I, I may be your office manager, but I'm going to, I'm going to treat you like you are going to be me one day. And, and so let's, let's do this together. Let me tell you the why behind what, what we do. Let me show you. And so what he did for me, I do for them. And it just creates a team dynamic that no one can break. It's, It's amazing. No, I like that. And, and while that, that, that culture is definitely a, a helpful family culture, um, I also don't think it's a very fluffy culture, right? There's expectations and you hold each other <laughs> to those standards and that expectations, right? So it's not a, a, a kumbaya sit in a circle no. all day long, right? There's, <laughs> there are very clear expectations. And if they're not met, then we have a discussion about, about what needs to be corrected. That's um, where the why becomes behind it, right? Important. You know, this is why you don't do what, what I yeah. asked you not to do. But <laughs> um, no, it is not fluffy. You are absolutely correct. There's pushback. There's, you know, uh, there's times, there was a time where the one of the doctors, you know, Dr. Young, he's amazing. He's one of another one of my mentors. And he goes, I think you need to sleep on it. And I said, you know, I think that I need to do this, this, and this. He's like, no, 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 no. I think you need to sleep. And I think you're very upset right now. And, and so the next day I came up to him and, and I said, nope, I still want to do it. And he goes, take the whole weekend. <laughs> and <laughs> so I did. And I, and I felt different about it. Right. So where you're still going to have that, um, 
those moments where you're just like, I can't believe this happened. And I just want to fire back so fast. You cannot uh-huh. do that. You can't do that. You got to calm yeah. down a little bit, and, but you still got to tell them the why. So no, it's not fluffy. It's not kumbaya, but you do want, you do have these expectations and, and they will tell you if you come here that Brandy runs a tight ship. Yeah. Um, and I do, but you still got to make room for the fluffiness too. Let's have fun. Let's play. Oh, Jeopardy. Yeah. Let's, you know, but yes, I have expectations and there's times where Brandy has to sleep on it for a whole weekend, but <laughs> That's good advice for all of us. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing, you know, um, letting trust, uh, trust is a big thing. It's a pillar to your, your ability for your, for your employees. And if you don't have trust, you don't have anything. So I did want to say that too, you know, that's a big, that's a big aspect uh, of, of our relationship is he trusts me to make the right decisions and he trusts me to, um, you know, put this business first mm-hmm. and I always will, you know? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, I think that was, that's, that's the outcome or the, of, of the vulnerability, learning mm-hmm. that trust. Um, and you also made a very interesting point. I want to go back to when you said you, you look at each other as, as equals. Um, and, and if I'm interpreting right, you know, you certainly aren't saying I'm a doctor and he, no. you have different roles, right? What you're saying though, is you both have a very, a job to do yeah. and you trust each other to do that job. Absolutely. So I, I love sports uh, analogies. You know, the, so the lineman's not going to be the quarterback. He's not going to be the running back and the wide receiver. No. And certainly not the kicker who may only show up, you know, once in a game. No. <laughs> but they're equals in that I trust you to do your job. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And you're going to trust exactly. me to do mine. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I and, hope uh, so. <laughs> and how, I'm curious because uh, I remember when I took over as uh, managing our practice um, and I wanted to get to this point with everybody really fast. And I was frustrated when a month or two months in, I still wasn't at the point where, where you're describing now in your relationship with Dr. Hale. How long did it take from when you started and he started to, to you, you two went on this journey together to, uh, to develop you know, the brandy we know and love now to where you were really kind of in step in sync with each other? It took a lot of years, to be honest with you. I mean, the first three were the hardest I mm-hmm. I cried a lot and it wasn't because he was hurting my feelings. I don't want people to think that at all. It was no. because I'm a sensitive person and I will literally cry about a gummy bear falling on the floor. Like this is legit. Brandy's <laughs> wearing her heart on her sleeve kind of a thing. Um, you know, I'm a very passionate person and I love with all my heart. And so when I make a mistake, I'm pretty pretty hard on myself. And so the vulnerability started coming out when I had to go talk to him and say, listen, this is the reason why I am the way that I am. How do we, how do we move past this? And it took him saying, this is what I want and need from you. And so I need you to hear me in the aspect of a different way of I'm angry with you because I'm not, this is how I need you to grow. And this is how we're going to grow together. And so it took, you know, a, a good five years of us going back and forth of, how are we going to get along? You know, we're very two different people. He's a driver. I'm amiable. And so there were complete opposites and, but complete opposites complete each other. I complete Mm -hmm. him in a way that, you know, he doesn't have the aspects that I have and he completes me in a way that, you know, I don't have those, you know, ability to look past my emotions. So together, you know, five solid years together, here we are eight years And the last three have been the best years together, you know, running this practice together, you know, 
hand in hand kind of a thing. Not really, because you know. We yeah, yeah, no, hands. no. <laughs> Metaphorically, I get it. We're, we're all on the same page here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make that clear. But no, um, we're very opposite people. And so it's not an overnight thing. It it never will be. You will never have an overnight thing with anybody. You know, even if you're the same person, you're going to butt heads if you're both drivers, right? So it takes years of being vulnerable and building this trust with one another and, and really understanding one another and saying, Hey, when you said this, this is how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. And, and did you really mean it this way? Oh, absolutely not. No. Or, you know, there was a moment where I said, I need you to actively listen to me and not speak of a, or think of a response until I am done speaking. And that was hard for me to say, but I had to say it because mm-hmm. I'm like, don't respond to me. I need to get this out. Um, it, it takes that you know, dynamic and in a relationship for you guys to, to walk, you know, hand in hand and, and, you know, one foot in front of the other in sync together. Um, you can't be afraid to push back. You can't, you've got to do it. And if you disagree, say it. Um, and same goes for him and, and, and having that ability to have those hard conversations is important. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today without, without him. So, yep. No, hard conversations are are tough, but they're necessary. It's it's like any journey. Right? Yeah. Heck, it's like even a roller coaster. You can't have the cool <laughs> yeah. drop without having the the slow, clanky, you know, yeah. uh, chain on the uphill. The um, so I I was hoping that was the answer that that you were going to get because that's been my experience. Is just the 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 better the relationship, the longer it it had to to take and mature, and uh, and get there. Mm-hmm. Not too dissimilar to good wine, um, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> But it, no, I, I think that's very important. And it's a good reminder for us to hear that this doesn't happen overnight. It it's doesn't. not necessarily going to be easy, but I love what you, you talked about how it's a two-way street. And there were times when he said, you know, Brandy, this is what I need. And, and I appreciate you have a different perspective, but this is what I need. And in times you pushed back and said, I need you just to listen. Yeah. And I need you to hear me. Um, and what I found is that when my team is pushed back on, on certain things, a lot of times what they're coming up with is better than I thought of. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll share that as a practice owner, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's my baby. Right? if this doesn't happen, if something fails within this practice, you know, it's my family's livelihood. It's, there's a lot of, of money invested in it. I can't just pick up and go get another job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so no, not too indifferent than my kids when they were babies. I just didn't leave them with anybody. And, right. and I had to trust them. And, uh, and even so much so that I look back now and laugh because, you know, I was telling my parents, Hey, here's how you handle the baby. And mom just rolled her eyes and smiled and said, okay, <laughs> you know, it's not my first rodeo. I got this, yeah. but you're, you're so worried about, about not doing the right thing. And uh, so it takes time for us to, to be okay. Letting somebody else have control of the baby and manage Absolutely. the baby and make decisions for the baby. So let's jump back over to the, the paraptometric because you mentioned that uh, there's different levels of certification. And um, so I believe it starts, correct me if I'm wrong, but CPO. Yes. Um, and that's the, the you know, entry level. Hey, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting acclimated to this role as a technician with an optometry, you know, understanding the, the I don't want to say basics, but the foundation. Is yeah, that a good word? Foundation. Of? Yeah. Foundational. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there you move up through the, the CPOA, CPOT, and then, uh, then they've got a specialty one too, right? They do. They have CPOC, which is billing and coding, you know, that's on my radar as well. Cause I do billing and coding. coding. So why not? Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> and they also have the new micro 
um, for surgical, which I also have my oh, eyes cool. on. Yeah, I really want to do that one. And it's, you know, these certifications are amazing. I remember taking my CPO and feeling so, you know, happy and passionate, but my CPOA, you know how hard I had to study for that one because <laughs> I wasn't an optician and it's, you know, ophthalmics and, and it's creating your super tech right at this point. And uh -huh. uh, I was like, oh, I was so stressed. My husband's like, do you really need to take another one? Because you were, <laughs> you were so crazy studying all the time, but um, it's, it's amazing. And, and the further you go, the more you learn and the better patient care you can give. And, and it just drives your passion even further. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the last, the last three that I will, that I will obtain. And you know, I will. So I know you'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> the, how, I'm curious how long, so somebody listening says, Hey, I want to, I want to start this, mm -hmm. right? Is it a, Hey, I, you know, I'm going to be a little bit facetious, but you know, I get a piece of paper, I go and take a couple 10 question tests and, uh, and get it. Or what's, what's, what does the, what's the time investment, you know, oh, and are you, is this a six month program? Is it a year long? Um, kind of set my goals and work towards it. How long did you, you think it takes to, to hit that, uh, be ready to take the test for each of these? I would definitely, well, you have to work under uh, a doctor for a certain period of time. And, you know, I, I could be wrong because I'm not looking at the sheet right now, but I, I do believe it's a minimal of six months okay. um, under a doctor. And, you know, all doctors out there should really add all of your staff to your AOA because that's important. They're going to need to be a, a staff member of that, um, mm -hmm. you know, and then they go to the AOA and, and they can um, submit paperwork stating that they have worked under a doctor for the minimal time frame, um, and they're ready to take the test. And then you schedule a test pretty far out. You can schedule a test um, as early as you want or go out further for the test date. So there's different test dates, right? So you, you have your office manager or doctor sign off that you've been working there long enough. So let's say it's, it is six months minimal. I would definitely maybe a year if you have no prior experience, because you know, this is a important test and, and then you get the coursework, which is also available on the AOA, uh, the study course, start, study books. So the flashcards and the DVDs and, and, and the course books, you're going to want to get all of that. You're going to really want to hone in and study. There's things on there that you may not know. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a doctor who's bringing you in the room, there might be something that you honestly don't just think that you can go there and take the test because that is an inaccurate statement. You really need to study. This is, this is your career. This is the test. This is a national test. Um, and, and, and really, you know, dive in into those books and the more knowledge that, you know, you're going to get better patient care. So I encourage you to read those books no matter what, because there are things in there that you really, you're going to learn so much and you're going to come back and your doctor's going to be like, wow, you, you know, you know, that that's, that's awesome. You know, um, and just, it's going to take a while. Don't think that you're just going to walk in there and pass it. Maybe you are, maybe you're like really smart. That's great. Um, <laughs> I have to study. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and then CPOA is, is you have to work underneath a doctor, you know, you have your CPO or you have to work under a doctor for so long and you can take that test right when you're ready. And there's different coursework for that. Um, you're capable of jumping straight to a CPO. A, I do believe, and I could be wrong, but, um, if you, you can, I do believe you can at least go to that if you've been working under a doctor for so long. Um, and I do know that there are certain co courseworks you can take, um, but all the study materials available to you at the AOA and, and oftentimes um, different uh, 
I'm part of Vision Source, so I'm just going to use that as an example. Excuse me, but I am going to use that yeah. if that's okay. Absolutely. Uh, you know, on Leonardo, I have access to CPO, uh, CPOA study review, um, and I and I hone in on that. Um, I really take everything that's available to me. The more knowledge I have, I'm more capable of passing that test. Um, I know that was a really really long answer, and I no, that was a great answer. But... <laughs> that was a fantastic answer. Yeah. The, um, and I think it's important too to um, and you brought up something where you said that the you know there's things that you may not be exposed to. What I found when our team has gone through different certification trainings is they'll come back and ask me questions, and the discussion of me helping them understand um, makes me revisit because a lot of the the basic math from you know ophthalmic world and whatnot I haven't had to touch in a while, um, and it it leads to different conversations that really help build our relationship. So while we're helping them study and get through, uh, it's helping me appreciate what they're learning. It's helping me appreciate what they're doing. I feel more confident to, to bring them in more and, and add more responsibilities onto what they can do. And it's turning that person that probably initially applied for me for a job and uh, into a career, into Absolutely. a profession. Um, yes the uh which which is really fun and it's I mean, we love teaching we're not the best at it so you're helping us become better and uh, we're learning together through the the process um, and i like the fact that it's not a go and take a test um, if i recall from my team members it, it's you know that the you have when you sit to take the test it's an hour and a half two hours um yes. you know so it's a big deal it, it, mm -hmm. for the docs in the room it's probably not as long as our boards were but it's <laughs> They're, they're, they're a big deal. It's something that it takes time to study and prepare for. Um, and, uh, and some of the questions, just like ours on boards, were you know, from left field a little bit. And I wondered why we were asked that. But uh, that's part of the importance of really having that certification and knowing it's a, a certification that you earned, not one that you, you just sat through a class or took a five-minute video and 10-question test, you know, quiz at the end to earn a piece of paper. It's, it's truly earned. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And I'm glad that you brought that up about going to the doctors and talking about the, the coursework because I did that with my doctors and especially with PRISM. Oh man, that was my, oh, hated every moment of that. But you know, it, it was, you know, something that the doctor and I connected on and I was like, listen, I don't know if I can do this. And he's like, yes, you can. Let, let's just do this together. And it's still my nemesis. You know, PRISM is just, it's just going to be my nemesis from till the day that I die. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, it was, it's something that I could go and speak to them about and learn from them. So I am glad that you brought that up because there were times where I was just, I brought my coursework and I'm just like, we need to talk about this and how else can I look at this and, and teach me in a different way or, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. um, we all learn differently. Oh, absolutely. And, and. For those who are listening that uh, that aren't docs, um, we're nerds, and so when we get to talk about the nerdy stuff that we do. We get excited. Um, Perfect. So, so coming to us with these type of questions is is not a, you know, unless it's a Friday afternoon, probably not the best time to grab us. But you know, we like this stuff. It's it's what we dedicated our lives to, um, and we, we want to help our team succeed. We want to to talk through it. Um, and seeing you succeed, seeing you be able to, to do more and engage in a world that we love is fantastic, right? Not too unlike somebody who's a Star Wars nerd getting to talk Star Wars nerdy stuff, right? <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's our world. We love it. So uh, I think it's fantastic. Now, let me ask you this. The, um, because it is so much, 
Um, it, it sounds like this was an initiative that that Dr. Hale and team supported, but really you 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 led, right? There's a lot of of studying at home. There's a lot of reviewing at home. You know, this isn't something that you can dedicate a couple hours a day to during patient care to pull yourself aside and and you know work on, right? This is a a, a, a you as an individual trying to get better initiative as well. Yes, that's correct. It, it takes it takes you as as an individual because there's you can't study at work. You're going to get the hands-on training at work, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I studied for hours on end at home. And, you know, like I said, when I took my CPOA, my husband's like, are you really want to take another one? Because I was constantly head in the books, you know, going through flashcards, studying as much as I could. It's going to be hours of your contribution um, to your own self-worth and, and your own um, growth in your career. This is something that you're going to want, you're, you want and, and you know you need it and, and you're going to have to have the drive yourself to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just, I don't know how people did it in school where they're like, oh, I'm going to come in and take a math test and then study for it, you know. Um, oh, they studied. They were just lying to you. <laughs> yeah. They were closet studiers. <laughs> You know, you're going to, you're, you're going to want to set yourself some passion, put a fire underneath you and, and, and hone in on, on everything at home. Yep. And, uh, and for those who are listening that just got completely overwhelmed and want to reach up and change the podcast, um, the, a life hack that I just gained this year, uh, Ted McElroy and I did a discussion on the book, uh, all it takes is a goal. And, uh, by, um, and one of the hacks he talks about in there is stealing time. So I, I don't have multiple hours a day to sit down. Um, but he talks about how I've got 20 minutes sitting in line picking up my kids from school. Or uh, I travel quite a bit for my, my role. So when I get on the plane, you know, I can pull up my laptop real quick and I can usually get 15 to 20 minutes worth of work done before they, the flight attendants come by and yell at me and tell me to put it away. But there's little time gaps that we can still throughout the, steal throughout the day that add up. And so when you say it takes hours and hours to, to study, Collectively, it does, but I don't want anybody to get scared saying you have to find hours and hours. No, you can oh, find yeah, no. 20 minutes here and there. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. No, I don't want them up. to think that. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I, I work until 530 and I live an hour away from my, from my work. I live in the country. So when I saying hours and hours, I'm talking like I took 25, 30 minutes every night for multiple, you know, nights mm-hmm. adding up to these hours and hours. You're absolutely right. I don't want to scare people. I didn't yeah. just sit down for hours on end and study. That's not at all. It was me, you know, doing my everyday life, you know, cooking dinner for my children. I have three children, uh, you know, getting them in bed and then taking the time, like you said, to, to, you know, take a section of the book and, and study. Um, thank you so much for bringing that up because I don't want to scare people away yeah. either. <laughs> Like, I want you to do this. Um, you know, we all have busy lives and it's just, you know, even in a lunch break, I brought it to work and on my lunch yeah. break and sat down and, and took the 30 minutes uh, to to look at those books. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, the, the online resources, whether you're using for, for Leonardo or I could education, whatnot there, you know, you can play those in the car on your drive. Yeah. You know, don't watch the video, but no, don't. play play it and listen <laughs> to it. If, uh, if you're an auditory learner. Um, and, uh, so there's, there's little times steals that you can go through there. Um, and if you really don't think you have time, you know, open your iPhone and look at the, uh, the time it shows how much, how long you're on social media and watching Tiki Talkies and Instagrams and whatnot. <laughs> like there's, there's plenty of time you can steal back. 
um, Absolutely, yes. and, uh, and invest in yourself. Um, and I, I don't want to commit uh, my colleagues, but I know in my office, you know, there's financial benefits it, for advancing yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to be able to have a team that's, that's looked at this as a career, just like I have, I want to be able to financially reward them for that. Um, but just like I had to go to school and, you know, I didn't just wake up and say, I want to be a doctor. I had to invest the time and effort and energy there, um, to, to, to get the financial reward. You know, the, the same happens with my team when they study and make themselves better. And there's, even if you can do it, there's something to be said about having gone through the effort of taking the test, getting a certification and then maintaining it. So it's not a one and done. No, it's not a one and done. You, you need 18 credits, um, you know, within a three year span and, and, and submit those. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And it just, it feels so good though. When yep. you have that certificate, I, man, it's just, it's hanging on my wall. Like you can't see As it. it. Should. It's hanging up there and it's just, you know, a constant reminder of what I did yeah. uh, advancing, you know, myself. And it's just a great ac- accomplishment. It's worth every minute that you spend obtaining it. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And ultimately it, your patients all benefit because you put 100%. the effort through. hundred percent. So now let me ask you this because you got to work directly with Dr. Hale and uh, on this process, and now you're the the lead on inspiring your team members. Um, not that Jim doesn't engage with them, but how do you then? How have you built this culture of uh, of I want to to do better. I want to continue my professional development with now the team members that you're responsible for. What does that conversation look like? The conversation is really bringing them under your wing and saying, you know, this is this is how I got where I am today, and I see myself in you, mm-hmm. and I know that you can do it. So let's get you the study material. Let's get you to take that test. And I currently have three techs studying for the CPO exam. I love it. Yeah, so exciting. Um, we're talking to reception also. I feel like everybody really should have their CPO mm-hmm. certification. Uh, it's only going to help improve your patient care and and how everyone in your office takes care of your patients. Our patients are our number one priority. Um, so it's having those conversations and those constant check-ins. So I bring them to my office. We have a sit down one-on-one. How are you doing? What can I do for you? How do I remove your barriers? And having them write down their barriers. I just had a powwow before I, I came onto this podcast with you today. Um, what can I do for you? You know, mm-hmm. how can we advance you in your career? Do you want to take your ABO? I have the study material right here. Would you like to take and look at it? it? You know, absolutely. Yeah. Can I see that? It's it's really rewarding, too, to watch them actually take that test and receive that certification. My friend, Elena, who came over with me, I received my CPO first. She received her CPO after me. And she's just as passionate and fueled by the fire <laughs> that I That's am. Awesome. And she took my place as clinic manager when I jumped into the practice manager position. Um, so it's really training your staff to one day take your place to say, hey, you want to be where I am today? This is how you get there. Let's have that conversation. What are your barriers? How can I help you? You know, this is a career. Telling them over and over again, this is a career. These are our patients. They're our number one priority. What can I do for you? And so that's why we have so many people, you know, ready 
and and willing to to take their exam. I'm super excited for them, if you can tell. <laughs> oh no, it's I, I love it. Now, do they work to? Do, are they working individually on it, or are they are they working together? Are they studying together? Since you've got a bunch all looking it's at taking individual. it. It's uh, individual. Okay. They work together. Um, I'm hoping that maybe they'll have a, like a little study hall. Uh, I talked about you know I, t- I just talked to Dr. Hill about this. Like maybe one day you know Oregon can have a study hall. Like I can, I can run a study hall for all the paras that want to take the test. You know how fun would That's that cool. be? That's cool. Um, so you know, they are working on it individually, but they're finding that time, you know, maybe they're in their car on their lunch break and they're reading mm-hmm. the book and, and, you know, cause we have multiple study material here at the office. We made sure to take care of them and, and what their needs were to, to make them successful. Um, and then we have another one who's waiting and, and then she'll, she'll take hers after, after the other three. So. Got it. So it sounds like as a practice, you guys, uh, invest in the, the study materials and the resources. Yes. And, um, obviously you're asking the team members and you expect the team members to invest their time. That's their yes. commitment to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, on their, on their own time outside of the work, obviously you're, you'll support, but they need to invest. And then when it comes to, to paying for the test, how do you guys address that? Um, our practice pays for the test. So yeah. they, they come to me, I submit the paperwork and they pick their scheduled test and I, um, I pay for it for them. Um, well, Valley Eye Care does, not me. Yep. Because, um, <laughs> uh, and it's just, you know, we believe in them. We believe, uh-huh. hey, you're going to pass this test. We're going to take care of that for you. Here you go. And, and Valley Eye Care is amazing in, in, in taking care of their employees and advancing them in their careers and forever thankful for that. Cool. So we do the same thing. Uh, we, we pay for it. I've seen other other models where you know, the practice will reimburse the, the staff, I think, as long as that's the, um, you know, ex- understood what the, uh, what the process is. But I do think mm-hmm. it's important that, that we invest in our team. Yeah. And, uh, and the return is, is, you can't measure the return based upon what you, the small dollar amount overall that, uh, that you're investing. No, so, no, you can't. So. Absolutely. I've also, and I, I don't think you and I have talked about this. Um, you've mentioned it, we just haven't called it out, but when I graduated optometry school, I thought I was seeing patients five days a week. Now it's going to be my career until I, you know, retired or died because optometrists don't retire. We just kind of die with the phoropter in our hands. And, uh, but the, but, uh, my path is, has gone in a very different direction than anticipated different doors have opened. And I think that's, uh, the similar to you when you first started, your expectations were patient care. That's what you said at the mm-hmm. beginning. I want to help people. I want to feel good about helping people. Um, and maybe you had an idea of saying, I want to run a practice, but my guess is that wasn't the forethought of your mind. You just wanted to feel better and help people now, but the, the more professional development investment you made in yourself with the support of the practice, the more doors have opened up. Absolutely. Yes. And, uh, I, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I owe everything to them. Um, but I didn't have that in my mind when I came here, I wanted to just help people, like you said, and, and here I am running an entire practice and, and educating others, you know, other practices about, you know, patient care and, and office culture and growing their, their employees as well. So yep. great doors, so, wonderful doors have opened. <laughs> wonderful doors. And that's also how you find somebody like a you. It's really easy yes. to, to, and I probably have, have, uh, you know, said this to Jim and, and uh, I know I have in others over a drink, you know, Hey, like I just, you know, you're lucky you've got Brandy with you. 
you know, and I've, I've heard it, you know, Aaron, you're lucky you've got Kathy with you and whoever that person is, but that person didn't show up out of nowhere. That, mm-hmm. that, that relationship was curated and built and invested in over time. Um, so I think that, uh, for, for both, you know, practice owners and, and team members listening, you know, this is how you get to, uh, these type of relationships, um, which aren't always still smooth. They're still back and forth discussions that happen on a daily basis, yes. um, but it's, uh, and those are necessary, uh, but it's, it's that, that trust that you build in, um, yes. through this type of professional development that, uh, that is important. Awesome. So Brandy, the, if somebody's interested in, in either encouraging their team to go through the para program and to, to start working on the certifications or team members interested in doing it, where's the best place for them to go to find out? They need to go to the AOA website, the mm-hmm. American Optometry website, and they're going to click on para-optometrics. So it'll be really clear, uh, para-optometrics, it'll have all the information about what they need to do, the steps they need to take. You can always email me too. You can, I don't know if they have your email or they can find I will me. Put, I will LinkedIn. put your email in the, uh, in the show notes if uh, you're brave, um, but yes. I'm happy to. They can email me anytime. I love helping people advance in their careers. I can give them, you know, any help, instructions, what they need to do next. The number one thing that needs to happen is they need to be added as staff members on the AOA underneath their doctor. Mm-hmm. And that's going to open the opportunity for them to have access to the iLearn and, and things that paraoptometrics absolutely need um, information for to advance in their careers. So, um, but definitely reach out. I'm here. I'm here for it. So if you need help. I, I'm more than happy to help. I love it. We need, we need more people like you that are willing to just take what you've learned in your experience and then, uh, and, and reach out and help others yeah. become successful as well. So that yes. that's amazing. That's one of the reasons why we love you so much, Brandy. Oh, thank you. So, <laughs> Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking time in the middle of the day to, uh, to talk to us. It's, uh, and talk to me always a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you in person at the, uh, well, at the exchange, but I think we're going to cross paths in January as well. We are. And, yes. Uh, I'm very excited. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> look forward to, uh, to, to a big hug and, uh, catching up and sharing a cocktail and, uh, all the fun things that 2024 has for us. Yes. Thank you so much again for having me. I really appreciate it. I love your podcast. <laughs> I, I was listening to it in my, in my earphones, like the whole time I was working and I'm just like, I totally agree with that. Yes. Oh, wow. You know, uh, I think that everybody should do that. (laughs) Just pop in the earbud and, and take a listen. I, I just, I really, I thank you for everything. Truly you're an amazing mentor and it's been an honor being on your podcast and and being here with you today. you know, I just, I can't wait to see you. We're going to have a blast in Houston and, and even at the exchange, it's going to be a great time. Absolutely. You are way too kind. So thank you very much. I'm excited to announce a first at the Aaron Warner podcast on iCode Media. We are going to do a live book club, a live book review. Recently, we had Brianna Rue on and she talked about a book called Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell, a good friend of mine, Dr. Kyle Clutie called me and said, hey, that book is amazing. I listened to the interview. I'm reading the book. We need to discuss this. And so we are having a book club. We don't have a date yet. We will let you know as soon as we do, but we want you to uh, go out, buy the book, read it. That way uh, you can participate in the live discussion, the live book club uh, podcast that we are going to do. We'll put the link to the book in the show notes, but it is Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. 
It's a fantastic read. It's a really good listen to. So if you're like me and like to listen to books, uh, audiobooks, it's a fantastic listen. But would love to have you join us for that live podcast that live book club book review Uh, so get the book start listening to it start reading it and we will let you know shortly when we're going to do that as doctors of optometry we cannot do what we do without our team and para optometrics are allied health professionals who assist us in providing the highest level of vision care to our patients we at iCode education want to support you and your team in the para optometric certification process which is why not only do we have resources available, training resources available for your team to help prepare them for the test, but we also have a discount code specifically for the Aaron Warner podcast listeners, which gives you $100 off for 12 months. So you can use the code AWP2024, that's AWP2024, to get $100 off for a 12 months code. We'll put the link in the show notes, but you can visit icodeeducation.com and search for para optometric training to see what those courses are like.